This super special sleepy edition of I've Got Nothing is brought to you by fresh-caught, unsanitized oysters. Give me four with vanilla. What is this podcast called again? I've Got Nothing. Who came up with that? I did. Oh, shit. Welcome to I've Got Nothing, the most unnecessary format for a podcast since Lost was on the air. I'm Colin. I'm Alex. And today we're extra sleepy because it's been just a, it's been a long day. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Uh, we usually record on Sundays. We it's do. It's currently 10 p.m. We've been kind of off schedule lately. We've been busy. Yeah, life's gotten up, but you know, we're still dedicated and you that's know, what's important. We should take a weekend and just blow through like four episodes. I'm thinking so. Yeah. You know, order some food, you know, make some Sleeping. milkshakes. It'd be delicious. You could, you would be able to tell our like when we'll do it because we'll start off very excited and, and then, then we'll by be kind of yeah just dead tired i think the we'll do like four in one day and the fourth one will be like 20 minutes tops I hate game of thrones dude it's the worst show ever <laughs> exactly uh speaking of game of thrones we're talking about game of thrones today we're talking yeah. about season five episode nine ten not ten nine uh hard mm. home hard home hard uh, home i've seen the show multiple times and i've read all the books I'm currently wondering, is this season 10 episodes or 12? It's not 12, because no season has okay, 12. Okay, that's good. This season, it's definitely 10. I just can't remember. This I got you. So ninth. I think uh, this was the 8th. 8th episode of the 5th season. Yeah, yeah, so, this is number okay, 8, because so, we watched half, yeah. It's a tired episode. Our, our information's not all going to be yeah. correct. Um. Okay, yeah, Dreary. so... Do you just want to jump into the last scene? I, I always I always give that leave that to you. You know, um, it's your first time, your experiences of what drives time. us. Like what what do you take away from this episode? I mean, you can TLDR a lot of what happened. Uh, let's actually start with Tyrion, Danny, and, and then we'll and we'll work our way through that. Yeah. Um, Tyrion being a smarmy little shit, isn't he? I mean, I I I preferred the first scene uh, more to the second scene. Yeah. With them because the uh, the second scene is kind of how we seen them um, all through the later seasons. Yeah, so they kind of default that first quick, but like them at opposed like at opposition towards each other was more interesting. Uh huh. I kind of like their back and forth. And one thing I wanted to flag with this is. I kind of applauded Danny's like black and whiteness um, to an extent as a as like a leader of like I set this expectation and then I followed through with it when she burned those people with her dragon in season eight, seven or seven season seven season eight not coming until twenty nineteen. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's why we've been taking breaks. We need to draw this out. We needed to recharge. Oh my also, gosh. Also, I was excited to watch this episode and I wanted to build anticipation. Yeah. Oh, that's important. Um. As me who not knowing this episode was, I didn't yeah. have any anticipation. Um, but yeah, so I I can see now more why people were more hesitant about or not liking Danny for using her dragons the way she did in season seven to roast people to alive. roast people alive. Yeah, because her whole mo in season seven was like, I lead, I give directives, and if those directives are not followed, then there will be punishment. Yeah. Um, and, and Tyrion counterpoints her with the whole like you know if you kill those who are devoted to you exactly you inspire no devotion exactly and so that's I now see that since that hasn't always been her leadership style um, where the problems can where like yeah. people seeing her go there would really test that Danny boundary. had to get hard you know? yeah she had to get hard given I think there are places in time for her to use the type of soft leadership that she was using in that situation which was smart of her yeah. um because as you see Sir Jorah comes back around 
Although, um, and I'm just gonna wrap all of Danny and Tyrion and Sejora all up in one. It's it's drawn out. Like, yeah. They, they insert like they're this episode is all just filler to get us to the last 25 minutes. Yeah. It, it, so you hit on Cersei three times. You hit on. Yeah, to, and to, I'm gonna wrap those up pretty Mary's quickly. Uh, they all just kind of seem big check-ins to this one point, which is what I think we get rid of in the later season and season seven. Yeah, and there's more. not like, people to do it anymore. Yeah, it's more can you know Someone's streamlined everyone. story. Yeah, uh, Sir Jorah is removed from the city, only to find uh, only to find out that he is still still in love with this woman, which brings me to uh, our sponsor for this episode. You have a sponsor? Yes, I do. It's called Dedication. Uh, it's an intangible concept. How can yeah. we make any money off? Uh, of that. Uh, well, they gave us money. Uh, gave so us as money? A spon- dedication okay. gave us money okay. uh, to your, speak about them. What's the sell for dedication? So, well, I mean, they're just really focused on making sure that no matter what you go through, that you stay focused on this one, either, be it individual, <laughs> concept, notion, or anything. Is dedication's copy just the definition of the word dedication yeah. in the dictionary? They, well... They don't really have much being a concept. It's not even like. I mean, I I mean, but aren't movements concepts? Is, so does dedication support people selling themselves into slavery? I I mean, he's so dedicated to it that he's willing to go to any extreme. So I don't know if that's we what be dedication. That. Anyway, we really need to screen our sponsors. Is what we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, he's still dedicated, selling himself back into slavery. Um, I. At what we have no, we have not seen to what lengths he will not go for Danny. I mean, he goes and cures Grayscale. Yeah, she ordered him to find a cure for an incurable disease so that he could come back to her. And he after did. selling himself for slavery, after being caught and sold into slavery, and then winning his freedom, and then willingly selling himself back. Into I don't slavery. hope he dies. Now that I've seen more of him, like given I haven't seen the bad side of him betraying, mm-hmm. I've only seen him be. I've only seen his redemption story, but like, I just hope he gets a long hug from her, just a, yeah. a long hug, and then that's if that's the final scene of Game of Thrones, you I'm want, actually a happy viewer. You wonder what's gonna happen. It's like they don't really have the the time anymore to do those like you know, Side personalized bit. stories that lead to, like, their death. It, yeah. You get the sense that there's just going to be a, a lot of, like, big battle scenes where, like, five characters bite yeah. at once. Well, that's actually kind of... Um, what I was I was thinking about is we kind of... We talked a lot about in Season 7 about, like, how things move so quickly. Um, yeah. And I really do think it's less... Uh, like, while they have less things written in, I think it's literally because there are less episodes... That time, that your literal time of watching Game of Thrones doesn't mm-hmm. progress. So it, I notice a lot of things feel a little bit while, longer mm. because we don't check in on some of the storylines. In the words, so you're like, oh, time has passed, but you don't yeah. get that now. In the words of Stannis Baratheon, fewer. <laughs> there are fewer episodes. Fewer episodes. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Nah. Um, um, check on on Cersei being whipped. Uh, she's being whipped or she's just being beaten and like starved yeah. and told that no one Tortured. no one likes her and no one's going to come for her and her only option is to do the walk of shame. Question uh, for you while watching that. Were you like, do you kind of feel like she ever deserved it? Uh... I think she deserved to be imprisoned. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she, you know, she should like, be, it, like she's an unstable, like power-hungry maniac. Like, like she, anything to get her out of play is yeah. good. Yeah, not like violence against women, like, but like literally violence like, against bad people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, know. like, do you ever feel like, oh, like 
this was coming. That's that, and that's kind of the thing of you know like as important as like gender dynamics and balances of power are. Every sometimes it's just like you just you have villains and you yeah. want bad things to happen to the villains and maybe I'm, you know, Game of Thrones kind of sells itself on like you know with like how Jamie starts it off as like a villain but you fill out his character and like you understand like you know he's kind of more of like you know a loyal guy whose side sometimes does bad things but and, and I've bought that for most of the characters like the you know a lot of these characters get filled out to the point where they are complicated people but Cersei like has always just been evil yeah. to me yes she does everything for her children and that's commendable but Especially where she is now at the end of the show, where she doesn't have any kids and is just trying to hold on to power. Like she's she's the villain. Like, yeah. She and the Night on. King are the two villains, and you want bad things to happen to the villain. And I'm still have never been quite sure if like the extent to which Cersei is punished in this like arc is some attempt to kind of make us be on her side. In which yeah. case, like sure, like no one should have to endure what she endures in the coming episodes. But I can still say that I hope that she dies before she kills any more of the characters i like yeah that's fair there's only characters left that you can like so no because they've they've lasted yeah. that long it, it is impressive you know you for a show that is so talked about because of its willingness to kill off its major characters it's crazy to take stock and see how many characters are still around that were in the pilot episode yeah like it, it yeah it's like 10 people that mm. we've been following they've never died they haven't bitten it yet yeah, and I mean, um, me watching in reverse, I've gotten that, like, yeah. you know who, it, like, there's not really m more major characters, yeah. they all kind of seem like side characters. When Carsey showed up in this episode, you had a sense that she wasn't going to be around for too long. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, Carsey was the lady who died. She, yeah, she was the yeah, lady yeah, who died. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. had a couple lines, she was cool, and then she yeah. died. Uh, Arya is... Being trained. Being trained to lie. Getting her intern. You think she had to pick all those oysters, clams, and cockles herself? Oh, hands down, yeah. She had to spend hours and days yeah. picking oysters, clams, and cockles and then selling them for a profit so that she could buy bigger carts, which would allow her to carry more more oysters, clams, yep. and cockles. And now she's going to kill this guy who... It's a weird pivot. ...sells insurance on ships, which it's apparently a was a real thing that, like, ancient, like, South really? Asian empires did. Like, yeah, you, you would sell insurance on ships and so that's that this guy's deal not a oh. lot going on there really. i mean that's interesting um yeah she's still in training we know how it goes um we, we do that's we checking on uh i really like the i really like that episode with theon and sansa yeah or that uh whole scene gives her some information and she tells theon that like if i had the power to cut your dick off right now i would totally that was do so it. strong that was that that given i haven't seen her before but that almost that kind of felt like a character pivot or, like, dramatic change of, like, I, I haven't seen her, but, like... Yeah. I mean, everyone hates Theon. Yeah. No one likes Theon. Everyone has a, re you know, has good reason to want only horrible things to happen to Theon. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll we'll see where that little plot ends us, which we know. Yeah, and then there's Bolton strategizing, Ramsey continuing he wants 20 to... good men. Yeah, to wear his plot armor like it's nothing. Yeah. Ramsey is one of the earliest examples of just like if he weren't like a engine of story that needed to be around to make things happen, he would have died so yeah. much sooner. Like he he just he's like John. Like he does yeah. things that are just like how how did he survive that? <laughs> how did you actually live that? Uh, uh, check back in with torture. 
Then we go to Sam and Gilly. Sam, and Ollie shows up and, you know, kind of basically says, the... hey, I'm going to kill John yeah. because I'm, I'm 12 and I have a 12-year-old's moralistic views of the world. And, like, that, and yeah, what was that like, line? You forget how soon ago it was that Tormund was actively just murdering innocent people. Yeah, I haven't seen that, really. So, no. uh, yeah, what was the line that uh, Sam said that Ollie's like, I'm going to misinterpret this. Um... It was like some guys, some people do things, the right things, even though it seems like the wrong reason. Yeah. And he's, and he's like, yeah, that means I need to try to kill Jon Snow. He's going to do the wrong thing for the wrong reason yeah. and stab <laughs> Jon. Yeah. Sam even said Jon always comes back, which like yeah. he does. He comes back from the dead. Yeah. So Ollie, Ollie should have actually heeded those second words, not the first words. Uh, I can't think of... I'm so tired. I can't think of anything else to talk about in this episode I mean, that doesn't have to do with uh, hard home. Yeah, we flew through it. Yeah. Um, which is what I wanted to do. I mean, like, I really, I really did like the conversations between Tyrion and Danny and uh, Theon and Sansa. Yeah. Um, in but terms other, of actual like, largely not stuff like nothing new there. No, no. Tyrion I, is smart and kind of an ass, and Daenerys is like strong standing and gives a good like quotable line for yeah. the promos about taking over and redefining the world and. Yeah. Jorah's a sad, oh, the rewheel. Sad yeah. fuck. Yeah. Tyrion wonder... references that, I think. Like, in the episode where she burns those guys alive, he says, like, you said you wanted to break the wheel, but you're just doing what your dad did. Oh, yeah. She's That's like, don't quote me at myself. That was two years ago I said that. <laughs> Things have changed. Things have changed. Things have changed. Uh, so, yeah, now let's go and check in on, uh, what was this location called again? Hard Home. It's the name Hard of the Home. episode. Yeah, hard home is so that's like command central for the wildlings, or just like their whole village. Yeah. Um, well, no, it's just it's a village, and after some stuff that earlier in the show happens, I it's like I think it's when the only ones left. It's where the wildlings have kind of consolidated. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because in the books, uh, this this does not happen in the books at all. John's not there. He sends one of his uh, lieutenants. It, like, it's. I think it's a good move for the show to have him do it because in the yeah. books it sort of has the same effect of John sends one of his lieutenants with a garrison of men uh, to Hardhome to yeah. parlay with the wildlings and bring them back. And he's getting correspondences and the last letter he gets is just, we're surrounded, there's dead things everywhere, they're in the water, they're in the woods, come, please, please come help us. And like, that's it. Yeah. And so it's just come, and he hasn't, I, I don't think they have confirmed in the books yet that like, oh yeah, all those people died and got turned yeah. into an army of, of you know, dead things, but it, it's the same effect of the the Night's Watch men don't like that uh, John did that, and in the book it matters because he sent like one, his more loyal men to do it, so yeah. he had less people around to protect him when yeah. they assassinate him. But I think it was good knowing kind of where that character goes for them to actually have John there. A is to kind of set a precedent for John, like he be yeah. he, be, he becomes Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, and then immediately leaves. To go on this like mission that with to parlay with people that no one on his team likes, and then later he becomes king of the north, and then immediately leaves to go south yeah. to swear loyalty to Daenerys. It's like the dude keeps getting this responsibility and then immediately Piecing. like misplacing it. It's crazy, but yeah, and he's he's had his run-ins with the the wildlings or the night. The White Walkers before, but this is kind of his big turning point. Of, yeah, you know, that's why he doesn't shut the fuck up. 
yeah. in season seven about like none of this shit matters. Your wars don't matter. Your pride yeah. doesn't matter. The the Night King is coming. Like you saw a whole village um, get slaughtered. Speaking of which, uh, I might have missed something. So tell me if I missed something. Yeah. Uh, was how did uh, how did the White Walkers like? Did they know that they were going to be there or? Like, was that just a coincidence? I, I, I don't think it was a coincidence. I know that it's not made clear, but kind of the implication of this episode is that um, this is how the Night King gets his army. Like, yeah. he, he has his White Walkers and, like, his kind of groups of, like, undead things, but he he gets, like, thousandfold wildling, yeah. fresh wildling bodies into his army. Like, that ending shot is him saying, like, Come at me. Yeah. yeah. The the memes of uh, "Come at me, snow" were real strong. Oh, I mean, I'm very. That's I think the most famous yes, image. Yes, it's, it's a. It's, it was like, it was a whole thing. The, <laughs> the like no one doesn't know about the "Come at me, bro." Like it was "Come at me, crow." "Come at me, snow," and then yeah. one who made "Come at me, come at me, bro." Yeah, like I, it, people who didn't even know Game of Thrones were using that image as a reaction gif. Yeah. It was funny because uh, uh, so this was directed by the same dude that did the Battle of the Bastards episode, and like that episode, he had to get the show, he had to get uh, the showrunners and say like, "Hey, um, what you wrote is way beyond what our budget can yeah. do." So that shot of everyone banging on the walls and then it goes quiet was yeah. out of necessity because in the original script you actually witnessed the massacre of like 10,000 of them outside the walls and they're just like we can't why are, okay. why would we do that why would we spend the time and money we already have to take three weeks to shoot this why yeah. would we spend the time and money to do that when none of our characters are out there when this doesn't affect us and, and I think it's effective I think that shot's really oh no I really like the sense like of that. dread and kind of how the scene turns where it was one of those rare. They, they kind of the show played its own conventions on its head because you, we'd been conditioned to expect the the ninth episode yeah. to be the big episode, and this is the eighth. So no yeah. one, I don't think anyone was really expecting. I was curious about that, like because I kept remembering thinking maybe this is a penultimate episode. Yeah, um, it's but, not, but they, yeah. they they treat it as such to kind of surprise you because so they they want to catch you off guard when the, you think you're just seeing like oh John's getting an army white wall you know wildlings are there blah 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 and they're yeah. like oh no like this is a this is a thing. They're being attacked by zombies. I working straight out of uh, the World War Z playbook. Yeah, it did feel like that. It really did feel yeah. like World War Z, uh, especially the way they were walking. And that was, yeah, that was another question I had. It's like the army that we see in season seven is much. It seems much more sophisticated. Um, as it's a bigger. Part, yeah, it, it, it's, it's all strength by numbers. It, yeah, it, you know, it's if you just have enough of these corpses that you can throw at people yeah also it does beg the question if you're john and you survive this why the fuck would you lead people back beyond Dude. the wall like i would have ptsd and never want to step foot on the snow <laughs> right <again>. it's terrifying <laughs> i'm gonna go to the south like it, it's not a battle it's a massacre it's, it's yeah bad. also who was lord of the bones or lord of bones so that's a wildling character i think he has more stuff earlier on but fun fact about how the books diverge so original in the books um it's not Tormund who's captured. Like, remember the start of the season. Tormund and Maze, Mance Raider yeah. were captured. So Tormund's not there. It's um, it's this guy, uh, yeah. Lord of Bones. And there's this whole thing that they completely eradicated um, for the adaptation where yeah. they burn Mance alive. Okay. Like they do this season. But it yeah. turns out that uh, Melisandre used magic to actually burn Rattleshirt or Lord of Bones, whose real whose real name is like Rattleshirt, because you know he's got the rattly shirt. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got bones for sure. Really phoned it. So in they burn that. him. They burn him alive, but make people think they burn Mance alive because uh, her whole thing is like King's blood is sacred blood, so they need to um, 
yeah, they need to uh, keep him alive in case he needs it for later. And then Stannis and Melisandre and Jon send Mance on a mission to Winterfell to rescue Arya. Because in the books, it's not Sansa. It's uh, they all think that he married Arya, but it's not Arya. It's this servant girl from Winterfell that was captured with Sansa like years ago that they just held on to. So. They think that he has Arya, so they send Mance there at, to, like, undercover. Yeah, yeah. And then, so that letter that John gets from uh, Ramsay taunting him to come take Winterfell actually, yeah. like, says, oh, and by the way, I've captured your guy. Like, so huh. at the last point we'd seen him in the books, Mance Ritter was alive but potentially was captured I got by, uh, by <laughs> Ramsay, which obviously nothing like what has happened yeah, in the show because the show not. they just they just killed Mance and, and like that's the end of yeah. it so who I don't know how much time we'll spend off that storyline yeah. <laughs> since we know how it ends but so there's a long answer yeah Rattleshirt is important later and then he gets brutally beaten to death in front of his brutally. friends no one stands up for him no one implying that he's not very well liked yeah which I wouldn't like him either I mean, a guy I who mean, wears a skull. Like, he's so extra, and yeah. the wildlings are all about like I'm being over the, him. you know, they're the tough and rumble crowd. Like, they're gritty. They live off the land. Yeah. Like, why you got this dude that walks has, around? Yeah. That walks around. Uh, will I ever learn about the reason, or like why they're why they're called the crows? Uh, it's because they, they, they were black. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. I thought there'd be another. Yeah. Um, they were black, and they're um. They're big, puffy Yeah, they're big, uh, puffy jackets. Well, I guess they like, do kind of look like... They look like crows. Yeah, I never thought about that. Oh, right. that's and fun. Everyone knows. It's, yeah, it's, that was just, fun. It's because they look like crows. That was a fun fight sequence. And then, uh, yeah. It's a good fight sequence. Good John fights. knows the five Ds of dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> Do- nah. <laughs> that is accurate. I mean, he uh. is dancing around that dude, like, just not getting hit. Like, isn't that guy, like, a super mutant person? Yeah, it's go super fast, super everything. Like, that, he destroyed that uh, other wildling, so... That was a that was a fun little fight sequence, fun little bit. Uh, it, it, it's it's pretty in like it's probably the best sequence that they'd done. I would at that point in the well, show. Well, I mean, like, and it, I I wanted to talk about that too. Of I think uh, we kind of have these big battles now, but like in terms of fight sequences and like stuff that really keeps tension, but also does isn't just like stuff that like pauses, but also picks up and really has like paces to it. Uh, that was by far the best one I've seen. I, you know, not to take credit away from the success they've had in making, you know, the very, like, rich political intrigue aspect of the show, but yeah. uh, Benioff and Wife's have been, the showrunners have been very open about how they're just big D&D nerds. Yeah. And they're, you know, years of experience of, like, crafting stories and playing yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is what equipped them for the show. And I think at the end of the day, these guys just want to tell stories about like warriors killing yeah orcs and so when they get a chance to do something like this where it's just you know it's a it's a big battle yeah evil versus good they they kind of can really do something special again not to take away from the other stuff that they've been able to pull yeah. off with the show but you know my my big excitement for the last season is that they're, they're just getting us throughout their lord of the yeah. rings moment like there's yeah. these big crazy very well shot tense battles where, you know, yeah. it was crazy. I, I wonder, you know, obviously if you'd read the book, um, you would know that John makes it out of this because you knew what, what was coming around the corner for him. But yeah. I wonder, you know, what 
people who hadn't would think in terms of, like maybe this like this is it like this is just John's end yeah you know it would be fitting given how other members of his family have gone out but it's like it's such a thing for this show to like oh people go out on this big mission and they just they just die yeah they just don't come back like that's the end of it and that's what happens in the book is yeah. he sends you know his you know minor character five out there and <laughs> that's the end of that guy that's true that's true uh, so we have two episodes left of this season, um, yeah. Of this season, and then forty more after that. <laughs> Just as we thought we were in the thick of it. Um, I mean, I'm. It's like as fun as it is to talk about yeah. this episode. You know where season six goes, and there's a it, there's only so much that you can discuss from like the angle of. Oh, I'm watching the show backwards, right? Yeah. Like, th- well, I did think... you learn anything in this episode yeah. particularly? Well, I, well, that's what I think I enjoy most is uh, is like. We know where the show is going. Yeah. We knew since... We've known since season seven where the show is going. And when we get in the later parts of these seasons, like, yeah. it's not fun to ask the questions of, well, how did we get... Here? Like, it's fun to start a new season with you yeah. and have you, you hypothesize yeah, how yeah. we got there and then how yeah. we're going to get from there to what you know is coming. But as we bridge that gap, it's mostly just, yeah, this this cool shit happened. Yeah, right? and I, I think it's... I think a lot of it I like seeing is, like, well, how are you... like? How is you as a viewer is viewing it in the moment uh, versus like how I know the characters now, yeah. um, especially when I think the success of it will be um, really early on. Whereas in like the relationship I'll have to the characters by then versus the relationship you yeah. had starting out. Uh, have we talked about going back and rewatching season seven after we finish? Oh, uh, we should do that. We should. We should do that. That'd be fun. Um, but other than that, we have two more episodes of this season, this and season. then we jump into, what is it, season four? Season four. Wow. Uh, fun times. 2014 fun time. television. <laughs> is it still in 1080p? Yeah. Okay, then that's all I need. Uh, I've been Alex. And I have another sponsor before we go. We got extra money for this super short, super sleepy episode. Oh it's, my gosh. Um, it's waiting too goddamn long to watch something that's about to attack you before running. Because holy shit, like, as soon as uh, John and Ed saw the guys jump over the cliff, like, did you not know those guys are going <laughs> to pop up and run at you? Why right? did you spend them? I know that, like, you wanted to build tension for the audience, but guys, just run. You just know run. you know what it is. You, they you didn't know, die. Like You know what it is. They didn't die. Like, you know exactly what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah. That actually made me, like, when they waited, it made me question, and like... You know, I hadn't really considered that as a trope before, but that is such a thing of, like, the character stands still and watches something that is so clearly about to come right <laughs> at them, and it's just, why do you not run Why did you not... Immediately um, have that. Oh, I also I loved the, uh, you know I know this show like wins Emmys for writing and shit, but Tormund has a line saying, uh, "Jon Snow didn't have to come here. He's here because he needs us." Well, Tormund, that actually you directly contradict yourself because if he didn't have to come here, he wouldn't need them, and if he did need them, then he had to come here. So maybe someone should have beat that line a little bit before uh, this went to air. Throw that around a little bit. I, I'm I'm just criticizing dialogue written four years ago. Is it four now? Well, it was it was released yeah, three years so ago, so it was written four years ago. All right. Well, once again, I've been Alex. I've really been Colin. I'm tired as fuck. I am too. Uh, follow us on social medias. I've got not on Twitter. Rate uh, us five stars on the podcast store. Please do. Or, some more or people whatever. Follow. You know, rate us whatever. Like, you don't have be to. Honest. You do. Um, just go to our website. I've got nothing.com. Uh, click around. There's 
episodes. There's pictures of us. Uh, great content all around. Sure, if you yeah. like content, you would like this site. We're very active on, on the social medias. We'll talk to you about yeah. whatever you want. You have stuff you and want to talk about in an episode. It doesn't have to be Game of Thrones related. We'll do it. But it ha- does have to be an episode of something. Yeah. Be it a manic episode or uh, anything you really need to discuss. Uh-huh. We'll do it. All right. Cool. See you next week. Thank you.